So welcome to chapter 5 and our discussion on GDP. So GDP means gross domestic product. And that's simply just a measure of how much stuff we produce in our economy. So last time we talked about all these little exchanges here that people will have and that our macro economy so if that's micro then our macro is all of those exchanges so how are we going to go and measure this well in order our national income accounting it helps us to recall just exactly how our economy is uh, has goods and services going back and forth. So as we recall from our basic model of the circular flow, has households getting their goods and services, so they go here and they buy goods and services, and that generates money For business and so in this part of our market here we're going to get money for output now what does the firm in the very basic model turn around and do well in order to produce it has to buy factors of production so it has to go out and get all the labor, all the land, all the enterprise, and all the human capital that it needs. So it goes into these factor markets, and to consumers, it's going to pay wages for their labor, rent for their land, interest on their human capital, and profit for their enterprise, for their entrepreneurship. So they take that into the factor markets and that those wages, rent, interest and profit, they in turn become the income for the household. So that's our basic model. So what's important to remember then is that the money that we have for output turns into all of these wages which would turn into this income. So if we were to measure, for example, in this basic model, the goods and services and the income, we'd in fact be double counting. If we measured this and we measured that, then because these two things are equal, our income becomes our goods and services. We've only really produced one good. There's only one good out of here, but yet we're measuring two things. So we kind of have to choose, are we going to choose an income here or an output here? And we have to choose one of these four areas when we're measuring. Um, that's our basic model. But we can actually expand on that because we know, for example, consumers don't necessarily spend all of their income. And businesses don't always just go and put their money towards factor markets. 
So a couple of other things that we're going to throw in here. The first one is going to be government. We know, for example, that part of the expenditure, so this represents an expenditure, buying goods and services, but part of it goes to the government in the form of taxes. So we kind of have to account for that. If we're going to measure household expenditure in order to measure income, we have to account for the fact that some of it is going to not be available here and is going to go to taxes. We also have to consider the fact that households, they spend some money on tax, some money on goods and services, but they're also going to save some for the future. So this might be in the form of a pension plan they put into at work or their own personal savings like a uh, RRSP. And so these savings go into another market. They go into, say, a bank or an insurance company. They go into a financial market. So consumer expenditures... we need to account for going to three places. We need to account for the fact that some of it's going with our savings, some of it's going into these financial markets, some of it's going to taxes, and some of it's going to what we call consumption, goods and services, spending on goods and services. In turn, we have to remember that coming back to consumers, government doesn't just take tax, they produce goods and services. So there are transfer payments from the government back into the household. So not everything that we get comes from our income. Some of it is going to come from transfer payments. So think of this as things such as health care, education, um, um, paying for roads. Some of the things that we consume don't always come out of this product market. Rather, they're coming from government as well. Well, we need to expand on this a little bit more as well in order to understand the, the entire flow of all of this. Because it's fine to say that, yes, our consumption has gone into this financial market, but where does it go from there? Well, these financial markets take our money and then they, in turn, loan it out to businesses. So they'll lend some money here from our savings, but they're not just lending to businesses 
whoops, <laughs> businesses in Canada, they're also lending to businesses they think were the outside of Canada. So they're going to be lend, lending in product markets to foreigners as well. So our financial markets are going to put money in two spots. Well, it's important to remember that foreigners not only come in in our lending, but they come in in our spending as well. It's not just the case that our money goes to a product market and goes to a Canadian business. We need to look no further than our cars, our phones, our TVs to know that some of the money that's coming in for expenditures, goods and services consumers buy, aren't going to come from Canada, but rather they're going to come, they're going to go to foreign companies. So when we, for example, buy a Samsung phone, those, that money leaves the country and is not really part of our economy anymore. Similarly, foreigners come and buy Canadian goods and services. So in particular, we can think of uh, with uh, softwood lumber. That's been a really big one lately with Donald Trump. So this foreign, what goes in and what comes out for foreigners plays a big role in our product, in our product market. Well, we are not the only ones that are going into product mar markets. The government as well is going into product markets. So when they, for example, want to go build a road or build a hospital, they need to go to companies to have that, to purchase that from. And likewise, businesses are going back into these product markets. So, for example, if you had a business that was looking to pave a road, they might need to go buy machinery to do that from another Canadian business. So these businesses as well are going to be purchasing what they call capital goods, goods effectively used to make other goods. So this product market has on it. The last one that we want to consider then is what's going back into government. So it isn't just households who are paying taxes. Rather, businesses pay tax as well. So when our, we're considering our circular diagram, we're considering the flows of spending and, and purchasing, we have to consider that government is getting revenues from more than just, oops, more than just one source.
That is how our national income accounting works. In the next lesson, I want to look at uh, exactly how it is we're going to use all of this to avoid double counting and calculate the true value of the total Canadian economy.